Alrighty, welcome to Viking Fitness episode three now. Uh, today we have our, our guest is Veronica Mason, one of my close friends from back in high school again. Um, she's a qualified illustrationist now. Okay. Um, you can follow her on Instagram at, at @selfetched. Uh, that'll be in the bio of this video to find. But yeah, tell us a bit about yourself, Veronica. Uh, who am I? I don't know who I am. I'm a friend. I'm a sister. I have a daughter. <laughs> I draw things. Yeah, I'm forever a student. And um, I'm not sure what else to say about myself. Yeah. All right. So today we're going to talk about sugar versus artificial sweeteners. I've been doing a lot of research. Along with this video, we finally have a reference list of things that will be going up with that. Um, today, Veronica's joining us because Veronica and I were talking earlier in the week about how Veronica's trying to actively reduce the amount of sugar intake in her mm. diet. Mm -hmm. So I thought, what a time to scare her even more into not eating sugar. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, so... Um it wasn't too long ago. I was actually in an op shop um, with Mason, my partner, and we, um, yeah, we we're looking at the book section and we found an Atkins book, which is one of those um, Atkins keto thing. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, we just sort of picked it up and brought it home, and it wasn't until a little while later that we were like, you know what, we get a lot of carbs in our diet, and we want to be fitter, and um, yeah, we haven't cut sugar completely, but I think actively trying to use recipes from that book has reduced our sugar intake by heaps. Yeah. And some, um, yeah. And we started getting more exercise. We've moved, um, moved house near a lake. So that sort of, um, has given us some. What makes you want to, um, like, you know, reducing sugar is obviously like, it's definitely a good thing, but what makes, what, what was that the first thing you go on? Obviously you've read the book and you're like, boom. Yeah. But, have you felt like, do you feel like this is the right step? Yeah, I think so. Because it's um, low commitment. And yeah. So I think that's what I needed. Because <laughs> like, I've tried to change my diet and lifestyle so many times. And I've given myself like really strict re strict regimes. Mm. And I just, I know that that's just not how I work. I need to edge into things. Even my um, vegetarianism, that was something I slowly like went into. I didn't go cold turkey or anything. And that's mm. what works for me. So that's sort of what I'm doing with the sugar thing, I think. Yeah, you're one of a few of my friends that are trying to go vegetarian. And for some reason, the huge thing that seems to be a big problem for them is tacos. For some <laughs> reason, they always fall back to tacos. Really? And when they get drunk, they'll cook tacos and that sort of thing. Like They're, they're like strict vegetarian. And then all of a sudden, they have a drink or something and then tacos come out. <laughs> Do they not like beans? I find that that's usually the problem. If people don't like beans, then they're going to have some trouble finding that protein, you know? I don't think it's that. I think just people love Mexican food. Like we make lots of Mexican food, and we just substitute everything for beans, black beans, oh, red beans. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you have beans, but that makes sense in my head. <laughs> love them. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting that you brought up the um, Atkins diet. Actually, um, Atkins diet for those of you that don't know is sort of a lot more of one of those ketosis diets, like low carb, low sugar, mm. high protein. Uh, high vegetable, high fat. Um, as with everything, like there's limitations to it. But mm. the sugar thing's really interesting, and it's something that's been going on for a while now. Between like what's better between sugar and artificial sweeteners. But to start off, the problem with sugar that um, biggest problem for me, and it's only just sort of come out like recently <coughs> as semi-confirmed. There's no smoking gun in the conversation. But back in the nineteen what do my notes say? 1965, the Sugar Research Foundation actually funded research for um, testing sugar and fat in diets to see what caused coronary heart disease. Mm -hmm. And so the problem here is they did discover during the research that sugar was a factor for increasing your serum cholesterol, which is the cholesterol in your blood, but they didn't add that into the research like into the papers uh -huh. uh, it was only released that uh, fats do and the other thing you get is you get a um, you get a cross correlation thing as well too where they'll go through and they'll go like oh look at this cohort of people they all eat a lot of fat so you know um, 
clearly that's why they have heart disease. Ignoring the fact that with their two pounds of steak they're eating for dinner, they're also eating a pack of biscuits and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. they're just not, they didn't fully do it and they didn't fully accept it. And there's a bunch of articles in the reference list that you look at of people that are actually calling out saying, like, we know that there's no smoking gun, but here's the evidence saying, stacked against them, yeah, saying right. that, like, this is a thing. And with the dietary thing, eggs has always been a huge thing. Like, I don't know if you've like heard this. And yeah, stuff? yeah, you yeah. don't eat the egg yolks because of cholesterol. Um, again, another study in the reference list. Eating egg yolks doesn't actually change your serum cholesterol. So it doesn't matter how much eggs, like it's from this study, doesn't matter how much eggs you eat, doesn't change your blood cholesterol. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so like, this is the sort of thing <coughs> why I wanted to talk to you today because like there's this whole thing and like you might sit there and be like, oh, well, why would the sugar company lie and say like, you know, sugar's <laughs> not a thing. So back then the American diet was about 40% fat um, 20% sugar and the rest protein and stuff like that. <clears throat> so by doing this, sugar companies were able to recommend that, you know, the protein should only be 20% of your diet, which is still the recommended thing now. But the problem with that is if that's gone down to 20%, what's going up? Mm-hmm. Carbohydrates. So your carbohydrates and sugars are going up. So the total intake of the American people of uh, carbohydrates and sugar goes up by a third. Mm-hmm. which is a lot of money over a lot of time. But yeah, so I've got <clears throat> the notes in them there and like you can go look at the reference list, you can look back at that sort of information. But this is sort of where we're going down the path today is talking about what is better for you to have. Like a lot of the things that people go for is like skim milk and full cream milk. Mm-hmm. The problem with skim milk is they take out the fat but they fill it full of sugar to make it palatable. I always, I always thought that um, skim milk tasted a lot sweeter than full cream milk. Yeah, uh, I, I can agree with that. I mm. remember that. It was um, uh, maybe it tasted a bit watery, or my memory is wrong, but it was always stayed away from the the green one because it was different. You know, different is bad. <laughs> but then we were like stuck on high low because mum was like, nah, only high low milk for the longest time. And I was like, man, this is delicious. No one looks like you know, fuck boring at this point. Like. <laughs> Mm. And you, really then when you swap back you realise how watery high low milk and skim milk is too I don't mind it actually like I'm one of those people that hate thick shakes and stuff so I, oh. I like a, a watery milk <laughs> 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 which is probably why I don't mind things like almond milk and stuff kind of watery yeah, yeah. I mm. find that too with the almond milk I always cut it with protein powder or something like that just because oh, yeah. it's too too thin for me mm. um but yeah, so the problem is like still nowadays, sugar's not fully accepted as a um, a risk for coronary heart disease. I mean, it's only in probably the last twelve months that I've even noticed that like in Australia that we're getting advertising for that sort of thing. Like, it's only just now that like the frozen Coke ads and stuff like that on buses and that from the government explaining that you know avoid these high sugary drinks. Like yes, they're cheap. Yes, they're refreshing. Mm. But like and like. That's only a change I've noticed in probably the last 12 months. Since then, it's always been like, you know, need energy, have some sugar. Mm. Building on that, um, the old bus has the old ads on the TV. Something about, you know, like, you know, there's like a guy that might be a truckie or a, a mum with a kid um, going somewhere and like, you know, looking at a bag of chips and then they, then it shot, you know, the shot inside the stomach with all the fatty stuff and all sort of things like, that was bad for you. Chips, mm. fast food, junk, that was bad for you. And now you're completely right. It's all switched to saying, you know, cheap, easy, sugary treats are what's bad for you. And it's the, and it's the second that everyone's turned around and gone, like, mm. hold on, guys. You know, obviously junk food isn't that good. But let's be, you know, honing on here on something that hasn't been, um, hasn't got a lot of attention yet. Yeah. And that's, like, the thing about, like, fast food as well. I've... Um, People sort of, sort of say that it's really fatty and stuff and that's why it's bad, but there's so much sugar in oh, yeah. a Big Mac. Like, it's just... Yeah, the... The, the bun itself yeah, the is buns, yeah. sugary. It's like brioche or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's delicious, but, you know... Yeah, no, <laughs> God, it's nice. <laughs> that's probably the biggest problem, especially, like, price. Like, one of the things that I notice big time is at work, like, oh, on my breaks, like, I want to go and I want to grab something that's low sugar, low carb, you know, high in protein and that. 
fast so expensive so yeah expensive. right like, i mean like you can you can eat healthy and cheap but it requires prep work like when i'm on break mm. i'll buy like a one of the supposedly healthy grab and go meals it'll just be like curry and rice and then like the only milks we sell at work that are low sugar are these almond milk iced coffees and they're like four dollars fifty something for like 200 mm. mils considering you can buy like a liter of iced coffee with 60 grams of sugar for like dollar fifty yeah and browns is doing that thing um they're no sugar added uh iced chocolate stuff yeah which tastes it tastes pretty good like um but I, I decided I'd just make my own, got like a really good cocoa powder um, yeah. and just mix it with my own milk and it tastes exactly the same. So I don't know why they're charging like four bucks for it. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, and obviously this is probably just our shop, but I go to I go to work and I'm like, oh, early in the morning, needs, don't need caffeine, but I would very much like some caffeine to help me through this first hour of torment. And like I go look through the iced coffees, the ice shop, and I, I used to, smash back those kind of things but now i'm like look for something a bit less likely to kill me before the age of 30 and i see you know there's the light iced coffees and stuff that sort of thing taking a look at them the light is mainly the fat percentage you know they're still trying to run that yeah low fat uh, yeah. 99 fat free and still 40 grams of sugar still or whatever yeah like fat tastes good and oh. when you take that out, you need other things in it that'll make it taste good, yeah. like sugar. Back, back to the skim milk, full cream milk. Yeah. Like, yeah. Back, ooh, back in the loop. But yeah, it's exactly that. And like the craziest thing too, and something we're only just sort of like breaking the surface now for research is the gut biome. So in your gut, you have millions of bacteria and all that sort of stuff. They actually adjust to the foods you eat because it's an environment. You give them what they want, they're going to grow more. And it's been found that they actually have, like, an influence on your mental state mm. as well. Mm. So, like, eating certain foods can cause a better insulin and um, serotonin releases and stuff like that. And so that's why they're trying to say it's got, getting really hard for do try and get off foods because you got that continuous want to go back because, I mean, the gut biome's so advanced and we're only just sort of realising now and with the sugar and that, that's the problem is some artificial sweeteners will actually trigger the same receptors and that and still release small amounts of insulin, but it will still affect the gut biome and that can lead to your problems like your type 2 diabetes because you end up with insulin resistance. So in, in that part, it does the same thing as, as sugar? Yeah, yeah. Um, only to a smaller degree, but like from some studies, it's been shown that it can still influence the gut biome the same way as sugar. So, like, so the the things you eat make, just to simplify, make your stomach, make you want to eat those things more. Yeah. That's crazy. That, the, the fact that, like, yeah, that's, that's brand new to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, it's a crazy thing. Another great one is um, cats, cats carry a virus with them that um, it can only grow in their stomach. But if that virus gets infected into, like, mice, it'll make the mice sexually attracted to the smell of the cat's urine, which brings the mice back to the cats. The cat eating the mice, the virus can reproduce. Oh. And so it's like that sort of thing as well. And it's like, you know, like something... Oh, so of what it wants. Yeah, oh. something small and ancient, but it's got this mechanism where, like, yeah, it wow. can just continuously go through and evolve through that. And the problem with that is they reckon a lot of people are affected because mm. a lot of people have cats. And they're not 100% sure, but there's been studies to show, this isn't in the reference list, I'm just adding this on now. Citation needed. Yeah. <laughs> Insert here. Um, the men that have the virus in them somehow seem to be more prone to doing stupid things. Like it's like but a, you need to get yourself yeah. checked, Leon. <laughs> <laughs> That's too close to home. <laughs> that's, that's really cool. I, and then there's a lot of, you know, new studies recently as well. I guess that's just the progression of, like, you know, medicine and science. But yeah, like, things change. We've stopped looking at the much larger things now. We're really looking down at the, the micro level and all sorts of stuff. As you say, the gut biome. There's, like, even, even this uh, mushroom stuff we were talking about the other day on that other podcast we were listening to. But it's just all these little things that we're finding out. Like, 
to build on that gut biome, there was there was something I heard, but now it's kind of making sense to me that um, the microbes and stuff go through your intestines. And I caught this on the uh, the back end of a video that I, I just listened to. I was like, mm, yep, no, nah, no idea what that means, but this I'm pretty sure it's similar things. Kurtz Kazags, yeah. <laughs> and they were saying, you know, in in your gut, um, and so it's like you know ends up being in in your feces and shit as well. Mm. So that they can actually do a transplant to help people that are really sick so they get the good oh, yeah. bacteria. Poop transplant. Poop transplant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. spins me out and they've got that. Um, but if you get it from someone that's got a very high uh, fatty and sugar diet, really likes junk food, that kind of thing, that will affect your own diet. Mm. Your diet might change if there's a really large change in your gut biome. Yeah, well, apparently it's even similar. Like, There's no reason why, like physically, why people couldn't think. But even with like transplants and that organ transplants, like there's been people that'll get a liver transplant, and all of a sudden they're like they love pizza, but before they hated it. Like this is like, (laughs) which sounds strange, but um, yeah, I'm one of those people that will like love pizza for a few months and then just hate all Italian food for a few months. I love pizza until after I've eaten it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, one thing I do like is Australia is actually trying to combat this whole like high sugar beverage system. Um, it's not helping with the whole artificial sweeteners problem, but we're raising our tax on all our high sugary drinks by 20%. Mm. Oh, wow. And like the, um, they had some really interesting predicted numbers on that. They reckon that it would be able to reduce the cases of type two diabetes by 800 people, uh, reduce cases of heart disease by 4.4 thousand people uh reduce people suffering by stroke by 1100 increase tax revenue for the health department by 400 million dollars australian so like two dollars us um, <laughs> <laughs> now about probably 300 360 million roughly uh, american dollars um and like with all that all i can sort of think of is like with how cheap it is just tax it more <laughs> like, like how, like, what's it cost a two liter bottle of Coke on special? Like two bucks? Two bucks? Yeah. Like, tax it more. Like, you're not really affecting it. So, it's, it's small things like, you know, the next person mm. might be paying 20 cents more for their cool drink. But how many more millions of dollars is the government going to have for funding into the health care? I don't think, I don't think sugary stuff is that cheap though. Like, I know I have friends that go to Macca's like every day and everyone's like, it's so cheap to eat like junk food. It's so cheap to eat junk. And I'm like, no, because like $10 or whatever, maybe a bit less, maybe $8. I don't know. I don't really go there much, but you can get like your meal, right? Yeah. For the same, you could go to like a pub and get an actual burger with some chips, right? Yeah, yeah. Like. I think pubs are well underused in that sort of terms because, like, 10 to 15 bucks at most pubs will get you a full meal. Yeah. Um, but, like, I think, like, Macca's is always a cheap go-through and people always go through for, like, like your stunner deals at Hungry oh, Jack's yeah. or something. Like, six bucks, you get burger, chips, ice Spencer cream, right. drink. Not sponsored by Hungry Jack's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unless you want to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we are going to talk shit about your company, though. I do like Hungry um, Jacks. They've got a pretty good veggie patty, actually. They're one of yeah, the few places that do a good veggie patty. Apparently, um, Mackers is redoing their veggie patty or bringing a veggie patty in now, too. I'm not sure they ever did one, yeah. Hashtag not sponsored. Um, <laughs> there are other fast food joints available. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But like on but those, they won't give us money either. <laughs> but like on that comment though, like it's not that cheap, rah, rah, But like, go to your local, go to your local Woolworths or IGA or like Coles, wherever. Go buy like a six hundred mil Coke, and then go try and buy like a six hundred mil kombucha or something like that. Yeah. The price difference is going to be like three or four bucks, mm. like something ridiculous. And com- kombucha or kombucha, depending on where you're from, I guess. Um, no idea. It's like it's got a lot of. It has sugar in it, doesn't it? But no, it's very low. Oh, really? Very low. The um, the ones we sell like three brands at work, and I think the highest one for like three hundred mil has like three grams. Mm. It's really sour stuff, right? No, it's not really that sour. I'm not too sure how they sweeten it either. For all I know, it could be artificial sweeteners, but um, yeah, it's quite low sugar. Mm. I've never actually tried any of it, but my my housemate um makes it herself. 
and from what I hear, hers is like really strong. The stuff that you get in the shop is apparently very weak. So is, it, what, is this just, just like flesh. another kind of cool drink? It's more or less um, it's like, like fizzy tea. drinks, but instead of carbonated with yeast or dry ice, they use mushrooms. Oh, yeah, that is interesting. It's supposed to be really healthy for you. Yeah, very good Which for your gut biome. definitely kombucha I'm pouring into my cup. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. it's, it's slightly alcoholic, isn't it, from the fermentation process? Yeah, but that's like ginger beer slightly alcoholic yeah, yeah. from the fermentation process by like 0.03%. Unless it's thick as homebrew. <laughs> then maybe, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Have to kill a small horse. Maybe I'll try kombucha sometime. I mean, try your flatmates and go from there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Then, then you've hit the benchmark. You've gone the strongest. You can go to the store and buy like the stuff that will not be nearly as hard. I imagine every brew would taste different. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, to a degree, I'd suppose it'd be the same people that do like their own home brews and that. Yeah. Like, all it takes is a little less sugar or a tiny bit more of that or more time, less time for it to affect the whole mm-hmm. composition. Um, but on that, like, just looping back, like, like on on the cheapness of it, like, two bucks for a two liters of, of coke. What's different for me? Because I do I do it a lot, and I feel good in myself um, when I shouldn't. Is instead of buying coke, I'll get the coke zero or the the sugar free mm. alternative of whatever cool drink I'm buying. Yeah, like I'll go and go. Oh, okay, well it's got no sugar in it. Still not going to be good for me because I'm drinking coke for Christ's sake. Um, but it's got less sugar. What What's happening there? What is happening there? Yeah. Is it artificial? Like, is, is it like it, stevia? Is that the artificial sweetener? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your Coke Zeros and that sort of stuff are all um, sweetened through artificial mm. sweeteners. So, like, um, I can't remember the name of the molecules, but, yeah, like, your brands, like, Equals and Stevia. Mm. There's another one I saw the other day. I can't quite remember. But um, the problem with that is a lot of people do that. And so people go, like, they'll go through the drive through at Macca's and they're like, oh yeah, I have two Big Macs, you know, two apple pies, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and a Diet Coke. (laughs) Oh, and a Coke Zero. Because I'm on a diet. Yeah, and then the problem with that, right, is you go through and you do an observational study and you're like, okay, like, these people are drinking Diet Cokes and they're eating this and like, rah, rah. And then you go through and you look at those people like, oh yeah, these people are overweight. And you're like, oh, look at that. Artificial sweeteners and they're they're all overweight. Clearly, it's artificial sweeteners. It's like, yes, it's clearly the artificial sweetener when they've had, like, their daily intake of kilojoules in one meal with a side of Diet Coke. It's definitely the Diet Coke that's done that. It seems to me like a lot of statistics um, like that omit a lot of stuff or sort of forget Mm. to tell you certain things about their study. You know how to use your numbers in a study, you can... can completely swap yeah. the whole meaning of a you study. You can make numbers say anything. Yeah. And there's a lot of a lot of like one of the things if you go through and you look at any study, if you look at what smoking does and it's sponsored by a tobacco company, mm. it'll either not show you the true results or it'll somehow make the negatives seem not as bad. And like that's the same through as any sort of company that funds its own research or funds research done for its field is that you'll find that the answers will be warped until like a third party comes through and tests and does research and that and all of a sudden the answers are completely different it's kind of like well hold on you know what what's going on here how come we're getting different results yeah and it's as simple as is <clears throat> just go back i'll get his name um okay so you look for I can't even read my own handwriting. Anyway, go down. There's two references from him in the reference list, and he pretty much directly says that any study that's funded by someone who can directly profit from the study's results, Mm -hmm. the study should be ignored. Because you can't guarantee... Yeah, at face value, you can't guarantee it's going to be unbiased. Like, whenever you're looking for that sort of information, always go third party. Mm Mm-hmm. And it makes it hard for um, someone to, someone like myself, to find out more about 
um, things like this and it's hard to know what information to trust. And if you're not a student here, you can't get access to to peer-reviewed articles and stuff. Oh, you can. You've got Google Scholar. Oh, Google Scholar, yeah. Among, um, like, you've got a, quite a few sites where you can look up, but it's like, also, do you know the terminology? Like, no. I can go look no. up whatever I want on Google Scholar, but if I don't know the terminology, it could take me three days to break down one article because yeah, continuously right. looking up words and stuff. Some of them are stuff. dense. And the way they're written, too, is very poor. Like, it's almost like a lot of articles are written, like, Without an academic degree, it's hard to follow what they're actually trying to say. And even yeah. now, when I have to do a breakdown of an article, sometimes I'll spend a whole day just rewriting the article into simple words and that sort of stuff, yeah. trying to break down what they're actually trying to get. And all of a sudden, you normally get to the end, you have like a click moment, you're like, oh, <laughs> now I get it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, but, yeah, that's definitely a problem for your average Joe, who's, who should really be looking out for themselves in the in the health you know uh, area making sure they're not taking as much sugar or whether sugar versus sweetener or whatever it is like they're not going to be able to easily go out of their way even if you know they spend a bit of time um to find although there is no yes or no at the moment there is definitely stuff that you can look up to go and find out and see what you you think of it and that's really kind of hard to find yeah and the problem with that sort of stuff is like with diet and nutrition you you really need to go to a specialist because you can't even like trust your local GPs anymore and like I'm not trying to say like, oh GPs know nothing but it's like GPs know a lot about a general thing yeah. and like they're constantly got so many things going on that they can't be up to date with every single problem and diet's one that will always be pushed back but you see they will always receive dietary recommendations from the companies that they buy drugs from and that sort of stuff so again you've got the bias problem like you really need to go to a specialist in terms of diet and that and hopefully one day like you'll be able to go in and get your bloods checked and I'll be like oh well you can eat this and that and that and you should avoid these foods and that yep. sort of stuff just because people react to things differently yeah is something we brought up last time we we're talking like some people can go on carnivore diets like complete ketosis diets no added side effects someone else does it they will dive like acidic ketosis yeah and i think um most people know their body yeah like um i i know when i've been eating bad or if i've had too much of one thing i can just feel my body's just like that's a bit much right. veronica i think yeah. you need yeah. to like it's like you poured it. poor fuel into your car yeah. but you can feel yeah. the, the difference like yeah it's just yeah it's crazy though like <clears throat> but yeah we you just can't you need to Trust your own body. Trial things. If you really want to know, go see a nutritionist. Go back and forth mm. with them. They might be able to do some blood work and stuff like that to see what track you're going down and how you could better. But I would avoid personally going to see GPs just because they've got too much on to give you up-to-date information because they've got so many other things they need to keep on top of that they don't have time to go home at the end of the day and spend three hours looking up, oh, what's the latest research? Can my clients yeah, eat right. 10 eggs a day? Like We have specialists for a reason. And yeah. it's like it's why we have pharmacists. Pharmacists know more about drugs than your GP does. Yeah. Because that's what they're working with all day, every day. Um, and nutritionists, they'll be thinking about that all day, every day. Yeah. Your GP's thinking about, like, a million Everything. different things. Yeah, a million so, I mean, you things. can go and like, yeah, talk last... to them, let them know what you're thinking about. They might be able to, yeah. they'll point you in a direction where, yeah, you know, you they're can going get... from, you know, the common cold to all sorts of health problems to infections. And and then you come along and ask about your diet. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think most will, um, yeah. <laughs> most will point you to um, someone who can, yeah, help you mm. yeah. with that. The other problem with going back, like, avoiding sugar and stuff is great, but like, problem is once you start leading to artificial sweeteners you've got side effects as well and so like certain people need to keep on top of the bowl like your epileptics pregnant women children like uh red cordial is a good one for like artificial sweeteners and colors you ever seen like an adhd kid have red cordial no it's a nightmare oh really it's a nightmare yeah one of my cousins had it and like yeah if he had red cordial he didn't want to be around like they just get way too much energy they get way too hyperactive but it's just little things like that and like you can cause a variety of problems like migraines and stuff just it's one of those things where i don't know you should always sort of know 
what you're putting in your body. Mm. Like, always keep tabs on that, I think, is a good recommendation. And with the artificial sweeteners, they can actually also, like I was mentioning before, they actually do also affect your gut biome in the same way that sugar will. So you can still cause insulin resistance. So, like, if I'm going, oh, okay, like a great example is um, I do night fill. I'm a nightfall manager at the IGA I'm working at now and I suck at staying up late. I normally go to bed at like 9pm. So I'm always drinking energy drinks and I used to drink full sugar ones and that. And this is before any sort of research. I used to always drink full sugar. Then I noticed I was starting to put on a little bit of weight so I moved to artificial sweeteners because I'd rather get cancer than have to burn off the 40 grams of sugar. <laughs> From priorities. Yeah, priorities, you know. Um but then, like, it's sort of like the research also says, though, like, if you take artificial sweeteners, you can still build insulin resistance and still get type 2 diabetes despite not actually increasing your sugar intake. I, like, I guess that comes back to it being about balance, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you, do you, even if something's really great and all too much of it, um, it's probably not very good for you. Yeah, and that's with most things. There's always a limit. Well, that's like, effectively, you know, drug use is always said to be, you build a tolerance so you have more to get over that tolerance. Mm. Like, the same thing happens with sugar, same thing will happen with, like, eating pizza every day. Unfortunately, those two examples, I can personally say that they do get less and less enjoyable every time you eat pizza uh, as your main meal over the course of a week. And it's like, after a while you go, hmm, I'm not really getting a whole lot out of this. Mm. And yeah, you, it's just not too much of a good thing is literally yeah correct in almost every situation. Yeah, another thing I found interesting is um, another one of the studies in the reference list um, with young adults, the intake of sugary and artificial sweeteners would also actually increase their allostatic load. What does that mean? Yeah, well, allostatic load is um. <laughs> It's a way of determining stress. Like, you're having a high allostatic load means that you've got a high stress level. Like, it's a way of trying to break down your stress, what stresses someone has, and give it, like, a a measurable quality. Yeah, right. Instead of just being, like, feeling pretty stressed, but pretty stressed could be a 3 out of 10 or it could be a 7 out of 10, something. Yeah. So they put so, a number to it. It's not so much that they put a number to it, but they they try and quantify it. Like, it's, it's normally qualitative, but it's still just, like, another way of, like, you know, like, man, you've got a lot of shit going on. Yeah, or right. Like, <laughs> or, like, dude, what are you on about? But, yeah, it's just sort of interesting that, like, that would do it. And, like, it'd be interesting to go through and look at the study more in depth because I feel like, again, it was probably a lot of energy drinks and that sort of thing because you got the other problems of there, like the high caffeine and the... Uh, sweetened alcohol... Yeah. Caffeine. Yeah, like you said you yeah. mentioned caffeine. And taurine and stuff like that, like those sort of other aggressives and stimulants and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in the terms of that sort of stuff, I did find a couple contradictory articles. They're also in the reference list and they're stated at the bottom that they were contradictory. So, like, if you want to look those up, feel free to. And, again, I found it very hard to... My other problem with research is... I couldn't find who sponsored any of the articles that yeah. I was researching. Like, like where's that? Is there a database you can go to that's like, oh, yeah, this, yeah. this was sponsored by this company? Like, like I feel like not all journal articles and stuff or like that just, you know, slip that in. Because, like, it might be some people would be like, oh, well, it's sponsored by the, the journal that they're under. It's like, oh, yeah, it probably was. But, like, you know, Curtin, I'm at Curtin University, a Curtin-based study is, might be sponsored by Curtin, but there is other people sponsoring that study. Like, Yeah, and then who has their hand in the pot with Curtin as well? Yeah. I, am I, maybe I'm wrong in thinking Mostly that. mining sure. companies. Yeah. 80% of Curtin's sponsors are something ridiculous like that. Really? All mining companies, oh, yeah. Curtin Kalgoorlie, huh? which is a mining, there's like a Curtin branch in Kalgoorlie about a uh, mining school. Yeah. 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 There's also another small one in Geraldton, the... um. The University of Geraldton is a curtain partner as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I think... Hmm. But yeah, that, that's, that spins me out a little about 
never have I thought, um, you know, studies and stuff, learned about it in school, having to use it, uh, my briefs into in uni, articles and uh, scholarly resources are very important. And then for a moment you turn around and think, oh yeah, you know, all these articles, we found out some great information, great studies, who's paying for all of the studies to take place? Has never entered my mind once. Yeah. Mm. And that should be something that you take into account when you're analysing the results. Well, that's what hell stands for the sugar. Like the fact that the sugar company was able to do that, release the study, everything, like all their health recommendations, dietary recommendations being based off that, as well as they had a, um, they paid $600,000 back then, I think it was 1965, to um, do advertising for like, you know, sugar is the molecule that your body runs off, which is true, but like you can make sugar out of everything you eat. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what your body does. Like taking direct sugar, not always the best thing. Mm. But they paid $600,000 back then, which right now is like estimated, I think, $5.6 million it would be worth in 2016 like that's a lot of money for advertising and god damn it would have paid off like, mm. but like how does a company get to do that go through affect everyone's diet lifestyle everything for like 50 years before people start to find it contradictory and there was no no repercussions yeah like, well smoking happened like, that, there's another example of things that yeah. just keep people's lifestyle until the research finally came down and said, yeah, that gives you cancer. Yeah, until, like, third-party research yeah. comes through and goes, like, hold on, guys, this isn't as good as we thought it was. Yeah. People like, Yeah. And this whole cy- cycle is a huge can of worms. Mm. The role that um, advertising and money pays in, um, plays in this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> there's a thought there. I'm struggling to get it, getting oh, out. We, we don't know what we're talking about either. Thanks. There's a quote. I can't remember who it was by. There's a quote like, um, "Where there's profit, there's corruption." Mm. And it's so true. I think like it doesn't matter where, like how far down the rabbit hole. Like it's gonna sound like a conspiracy, but like you jump down any rabbit hole where like there's gonna be money to be made, there's gonna be corruption somewhere down that line. Yeah, small or big. Here's a thought. Um, the difference between, I mean, artificial sugars aside, the difference between sugar and sugar, like getting your white or brown sugar and putting it into a cookie or having a piece of fruit because people seem to talk like having an apple is like really good for you versus a cookie, but apples are sweet. Like I yeah. can't eat apples, they're that mm-hmm. sweet. And I'm just interested in the difference. Um, personally? I think if you're going to have the sugar anyway, go fruit because you've got your vitamins, minerals and other yep. stuff there as well. But like when you come down to it, if I have a glass of Coke and a glass of orange juice and they're both 40 grams sugar, you're still going to get the negative effects of intaking 40 yeah, grams of that sugar. that was my it's understanding. still a lot of sugar. Yeah. Like I still believe you should probably have a bit of fruit a day, but like again, limit it. And there's other little things like bananas have the sugar of like, yeah, two servings of fruit. So you should only have one banana a day. Like if you have a banana, you should really restrict the rest of the fruit intake mm. for the rest of the day. I suppose it will, depends which banana you eat as well. Yeah. Carnarvon banana, they're so well, sweet. Well, Carnarvon bananas, the reason why they're so sweet compared to Queensland bananas oh, is they have the same yeah, amount yeah. of sugar. Oh, but, but they're ladyfinger ones. But they're so smaller. They're or lunchbox bananas. Yeah, lunchbox bananas. Ladyfinger is the Queensland banana. But oh, yeah, okay. so a lunchbox banana has the same amount of sugar, but they're just not as big. So that's why they taste so sweet. Yeah. You and your banana conspiracy theories. <laughs> You're just jealous you don't get to control whether we get our bananas from Carnarvon or not. I don't even care about your department, mate. Oh, now I'm hurt. I do I'm like Carnarvon bananas. I think the size is nicer. Yeah. I get sick of a banana by the time I get to the end. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't yeah, know. I can feel you there. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but on, like, on that... With, with the fruit and stuff, what was it? Was it is it still two fruit five veg? Yeah, two fruit five veg is still the recommendation. But yeah, um, but it's like other interesting things and like going back to like the resistance. One of the tests uh, studies at the very end that I added in was um, they had two sets of rats, right? And they fed one of them artificial sweetener and the other one like just the normal diet. So despite not having an increased um, calorie intake 
the rats that were fed the artificial sweeteners actually still put on more weight than the other rats. Oh, wow. Whether that relates to humans or not, again, because, I mean, like, mm. again, going back to, like, what you feed one person won't affect the next person the same. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it's still interesting that, like, there's these effects that are going on without... Like, that makes no sense. Like, if you're not increasing your calories, why would you increase weight more yep. than the then next party? Mm. That is strange. Like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, if in my personal life at the moment and my personal recommendation, if someone really wanted my opinion, with artificial sweeteners and sugars, I would... Avoid both to the best that you can. Mm. I mean, like, I'm not sitting here being like, you know, fucking avoid it all, like, don't eat it, rah, rah. Like, you know, like, treat yourself sometimes. Mm. Like, I mean, at the end of this life, you're just going to die anyway. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> like, yeah, spoilers. Uh, credits roll. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, it's like, so that thing, like, I'd avoid it the best you can. Like, I've now, like, I've cut out the artificial energy drinks as well from... When I go to work, now I just make an espresso coffee and pour that over ice and I'll probably go look up a paper tomorrow and that'll probably tell me that's going to kill me as well. But, you know. What is the world going to do if we find out that coffee is just as bad as smoking? Yeah. What? (laughs) Cry. Yeah. Deeply. I'll move on to other drugs. (laughs) Coffee has been a good one, actually, because since I started to cut out sugary things it's cut out a lot of my snacks my go-to snacks yeah so i've been drinking a lot more coffee <laughs> just because um it's it's nice to have something to, to like nibble to on or something when you're like at your computer or whatever yeah um and since cole's brought out those ultimate chocolate chip cookies oh god and then down down prices were down I was buying them all the time. What are they now? Like $3 or something? Something ridiculous. Did I buy them yesterday? They're so good. No, I got biscuits regardless though. Oh, God. I haven't bought them in the longest time though. felt so bad. Don't. Avoid it. Don't do it. I ate all of them. Anyway, I've got to be back. I'm just going to go to Coles. Um. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's the... What's it? It's a surprising thing though. Like, just the amount of sugar and all the stuff i wonder how much sugar is in those biscuits and i wonder too much don't too tell much, me right i uh, ate so many of them in all the chocolate and all the stuff uh and moving no nah, i've lost it there was a thought that it has derailed come back to us when you yeah. remember <laughs> yeah, no, i'm gonna enter a meditative state and i'll come back when i've got something but Oh, it's, yeah, it's like an economics thing. There's, um, uh, the more you have of something, the less, uh, the less, it's a, something about the less you get from it. And I was in my high school class and of economics and my teacher came, it was one of the worst students ever made, came with the several boxes of cookies and he gave us all one, we all smashed it down. And then he gave us all a second, and you know we had to rate out of ten Hell how we yeah. enjoyed that cookie. All of us, ten D- boys, eleven. That was up there. And then he gave us all a second cookie, and we added all, and it was like, okay, so how much do you rate that one? And I'm like, oh, you know, it was pretty good. It's a delicious cookie. And then he gave us all a third, one, and we're like, okay, you know, I'm gonna go up and get a drink. And he's like, no, sit your ass down. You're eating more cookies. And I'm like, oh. Oh, all okay. right. Hang on a yeah. minute. I kind of had enough cookies. Yeah, I, so. I really, that cookie was like a seven. I, I don't think I wanted to have any more cookies. Then he made us eat another one. I didn't make us, but we we all voluntarily ate another one because it's free cookies. And that one was like a five. And it was the more you eat it, the less you enjoyed it. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want mm. any more. This just feels gross. I feel like that in the cinemas. It's a lot like that for me for popcorn. Uh. I sit down to watch the movie. I have one handful of popcorn. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's great. By the end of the movie, I've eaten the whole thing. I fucking hate it. Like, I'm not even yeah. enjoying it. I'm just, just eating it because it's next yeah, to like, me. Um, I don't know if you saw me yesterday. I was really naughty and I bought... Um, oh, the mint the, slices? No, the salt and vinegar chips. Paul ate all oh. the mint slices. But I bought the, salt, <laughs> I bought the salt and vinegar chips. And, like, they taste really good at the start. Mm. And you get about halfway through the bag and you're like, I don't have taste buds anymore. Like, they're burnt <laughs> off. But I'm still eating. <laughs> I mean, it's just sitting there. Someone I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah. it becomes habit. Yeah, yeah, better me, me. I'm not so, sharing. For those delicious Coles cookies, 
uh, each biscuit is about 16 grams. 5.8 of that is sugar. Wow. There's 5.8 wow. grams of sugar per cookie. A and third I can, of un- the sugar is I can unproudly say I've eaten a whole box before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hashtag cheat day. You mean every day? I wish. <laughs> I wish. I found. Sorry, I'm not just like sitting on my phone over here, but I found an app. This was ages ago. Mason recommended it to me. I think it's Australian something diet diary, easy diet diary. And you can scan barcodes of the things that you buy and it tells you all the information on it. I think those things are really good, especially if you're really dedicated to like keeping track. But for myself personally, and like the thing with diets as well, what changes is like what you do. Like someone who sits at a desk all day, has a desk job sort of thing, you're not going to give them the same dietary plan as you do someone who's into bodybuilding or something Mm -hmm. like that. And I'm constantly going between like Muay Thai, gymming, um, for my course, we even have to do like ridiculous amounts of running and stuff like that as well. So like I tried to change my diet a lot and varying and like I sort of got to the point where I know roughly how much I should eat depending on what I'm doing. So I'll sit there and I, I avoid things like that because it takes too much time when I can just sort of personally go like, oh yeah, like, yeah, I need roughly like that much of carbs in my plate and this much of protein and yeah. this much of veggies and go through that way. I think for like those people that are like they have the time and like they're not well what's the word I want well informed on like yep. what to eat and how much to eat I think it's a lot better for them to do that for tracking yep. and that sort of stuff but like that's the only problem those sort of things they don't take into account because that one that will tell you like when you've eaten too much carbs for the day and that sort of thing mm-hmm. yeah that sort of thing is like that app also doesn't know what you're doing today. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Everything with a, a pinch of salt, you still need to. Yeah, um, yeah you can't rely on the app and um, or, or any sort of um, thing like that that's giving you some sort of guide. Yeah. And not take into account um, that you are a person and yeah. not just numbers on that screen or something. Oh, yeah. They'd be yeah. more like guidelines and rules. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that from? Pirates of Caribbean. Oh yeah. It's the second terrible Are you going to go through and, and make a reference to Pirates of the Caribbean every time? I mean, so far, so good. <laughs> good movies, except for those couple. I didn't like the one with Penelope Cruz. I was waiting for you to say, except for those four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, the first, I reckon the first two were good, and then the last yeah. one was good. But the, yeah, I think it was like two bad. in between or something, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, there was um, the two with Squid Face. Yeah. Your boy Squidface. Your boy Squidface. Doesn't have a name. No character development there other yeah. than Squidface. Yeah. He's coming back in the next movie. It's another Dave, one. David Jones, yeah. The hell teased it. They had, the, had a teaser at the end of the movie. Oh, I thought I thought last time I read up, I thought that was it. They were done. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Oops. Um, <laughs> the title of this one will be, yeah, Viking Fitness Episode 3. Don't listen to this unless you're, you know, watching every single Pirates yeah. Caribbean movie first. The title will be Sugar and Artificial Sugar and Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Pirate Star probably didn't have a whole lot of sugar. Pirate Star wouldn't have had a lot of sugar. I think it's one of the... Like, they got scurvy and that sort of stuff because they couldn't work out how to carry um fruit, fruit and stuff because they'd be mm. on the board for so long. I might be wrong, but from memory, that's sort of like how cider came about. Not so, sure. like, if we... F- from memory, I could be completely wrong. This could be complete bullshit, but you're here to listen to it anyway. <laughs> so I'm um, pretty sure it was like cider. Pretty sure it was cider was came about because I like if you know you can't just take juice because obviously that's going to go bad. But if you ferment it first, so it preserves it, then you can take the cider on board. You've got fruit juice essentially to give to the pirates so that they can drink that and get their vitamin and mineral intake. Maybe they tried bringing juice and then it fermented by stroke of luck. I mean, entirely possible. I mean, what's that? Um, Isn't that the thing where you can make, um, like, students do it? They put fruit <laughs> juice <laughs> in a garbage bag and oh boy. I mean, make wine. there's a bit more complexity than that. But Good old I know nothing about that kind of fermentation and all that. That's yeah, just gone you off know, you can. Um, he said, she said. Yeah, you can you can make like your wine. I mean, yeah, you're like your wine's pretty much just fermented fruit juice. Um, but again, that sort of stuff. 
needs to be like a sterile environment and that sort of stuff. Otherwise, it only takes one bad microbe to get in there and you what you've made is deadly. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You know, just chuck it in a Ziploc bag and throw it under your bed for a month. <laughs> Some people might have tried that. I'll fight you for almonds. I'll fight you for almonds. Mm. Well, I was on a tangent there and I just fucking lost today. Yeah, nah. Talking about sugar. Yeah, so this bring us back into into thing real quick. What's um I've, it's sounding a lot to me, having done no yeah, I don't need to prepare for this because I don't need to tell everyone that my information makes sense because it doesn't. So I've done no research and to me it sounds like sugar's just as bad as artificial sweetener. I'm not gaining anything from trying to choose the healthier option. Pretty much. And actually, I did actually throw in a um, study that was completely about that, being like, oh, yeah, you know what's better. And at the end of the day, what they came up with was, well, neither, but should we really focus on who's the good guy and who's the bad guy? Like, if we can use artificial sweeteners to wean people off sugar and then eventually get them off the artificial sweetener as well, same sort of thing as like trying to wean someone off a drug you know who cares what's good what's bad if you can still use it as a tool yeah there's tooting war going on someone's angry but yeah so like if you can use one to wean them off the other and eventually until they take none i mean personally in my first year of uni um i was well into my bodybuilding but i was getting quite a high fat percentage. I was trying to sort of think back to where it'd be from. As I was having five, six cups a day of coffee or sugar, uh, coffee or tea, sorry, and I'd always have sugar with my coffee or tea, sugar and a fair bit of milk. So I cut that out completely and now I drink all my tea and coffee black. Mm. <clears throat> Nothing else. The only other time I add something else is if I pour it over ice. No milk or anything? No milk. And all of a sudden, I started losing a bit of weight. And it's just mm. little things like that. So I'm just cutting things out of my diet permanently. And to this day, like, it doesn't bother me at all. Like, I'll go to work, I'll pour up a black coffee, pour it over some ice on a hot day, drive to work, and be chipper as ever. Like, so, not at all? More than you. Oh, yeah, fair enough. It's surprising, though, how, like, cutting the sugar out of your coffee, it's it'll taste, like, pretty bitter for a long time, but... Yeah, Maybe in a couple of weeks or something. There's an adjustment period, and that's what I was sort of trying to lead towards, is like <clears throat> maybe not focus too much on like with artificial sweeteners and sugars, which one's better, which one's worse. But, you know, go from two sugars to one sugar. Go to one sugar to half a sugar. Maybe go from one sugar to half an artificial sweetener, from half an artificial sweetener to nothing. Like, mm. like don't steps. focus on, yeah, don't focus on what's super bad. I mean, even one of my flatmates at the moment... She used to have three sugars in her tea. Jesus. Now she's doing two. Like, you know, it's like baby steps. And you might sit there and think like, oh, yeah, well, that's one teaspoon of sugar. But that's one teaspoon of sugar like twice a day. That's 14 teaspoons of sugar over a week. Like, mm. it builds up, makes a significant difference. Yeah. And I think it's um, good to um, look at each thing like that in a positive light rather than a negative light. Yeah. Instead of being yeah. like... Oh, man, it's like only one sugar. I should just eat it. Um, it's probably better to be like, that's one less sugar that I've consumed, and that's good. Yeah. yeah. And one of my favorite ones, is I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan podcasts, and the way he describes it, he goes, you go through a lot of shit in your life for a little bit of mouth pleasure. Mm-hmm. And like, that's one of the things with sugar and most of your unhealthy foods. Like, oh, yes, it's delicious. But for what? Like, what do you... <laughs> just temporary <laughs> you, pleasure. Yeah. You're putting a lot of effort into temporary pleasure, like that Big Mac. Fuck yeah, that was delicious. Okay, now tell me how delicious it is after your one-hour bike ride. Mm. Like, I can guarantee you, it's not the same level of satisfaction. Mm. Now I just want a Big Mac though. Mm-hmm. That's the problem I'm having at this moment. Is you you've said the word, and now I want it. Well, that's the power of advertising. No, oh, yeah. Mm. That, that we're not getting any money for. Yeah, that we're not getting any money for. Who needs money? Nice. Um, Proudly sponsored by um... myself. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's hard. Um, like, I am. Um, I love every kind of cuisine. Like, I I'll eat you. anything. I, I, just, I just really, really like food. Mm. But I wonder if it's hard for people that really don't like Indian or Asian food 
to like switch up their diet and like maybe not so with Indian Asian food uh, Indian food especially um type 2 diabetes is quite prevalent in those countries because their foods are all very high sugar or very very mm, high fat really like you ever go into a proper takeout and like or the um a key the brand a key they do like all the Indian sweets I can't eat them. They make oh, me sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I take half a bite out of one and I feel physically sick. They're so sweet. Yeah, Indian sweets aren't for me, man. Yeah. I, was, I thought it was going to be full of apple or something. Like a cute little package. And I bought a pack of them and then it's like layers of pastry soaked in like Oh, like sugar sugar sugar. Yeah. Or something. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, I made like a quarter through it. Yeah. Wait, I mean, I'm not bagging them out or anything, but like. That's a shitload yeah. of sweetness. Even their um their Turkish delights and stuff like that are like insane. Like you take a bite and it's like, so like, man, I just paid a shitload of money for this. Now I'm gonna throw them in the bin. I can't <laughs> eat that. Like, I like that. I like that lesser of two evils though. I like that going from they're both bad, but well reportedly. Uh, and you know allegedly all those kind of words that mean that I'm not 100% true but I mean they're both bad like yeah uh, but going through the lesser one and then hopefully from the lesser one we get better but from there we're, sorry from, from right this very second that seems like a long time away that seems like we could be talking over a generation or so of slowly getting products to have less and less sugar and then less and less artificial stuff. Well, that's the messed up thing is like even um, from the studies that are produced way back then, like sugar and that still isn't considered a major leading factor, leading factor around the world for like coronary heart disease. It's like, man, like it's been proven. Most people know now, but it, like still, if you go on to like, might've changed now, but like, if you back in like two, three years ago, you go on like who? the World Health Organization, and, like, sugar would not be on the list of leading factors to heart disease. And it's like, man, like, are you serious? Like, Is it now? um, I mean, we can go online and check, but I'd say most likely. I mean, with Australia having all our ads now for avoiding sugary drinks and stuff, I'd say it's up there now. But it's just the fact that, like, we've known this, like, it has been known by people since, like, the 1960s, and we're only just advertising mm. it now like that's ridiculous to me over 60 years later yeah no, sorry I guess nearly I'm... 60 years later F- yeah 50 55 years later like i guess i think about it a bit differently actually i think that um just because it's taking a long time it doesn't mean that um um sorry. sort of thing i still think it's not a bad thing at least right? it's happening yeah. i don't know yeah i know that you're not saying it's bad right that they've brought it up now but mm. you know um i think at least they have brought it up. Even yeah, if I mean, it will take another 50 years, at least it is happening. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've got a lot of... like We've conquered most larger health problems we've got at the moment that, like, we are getting onto the nitty-gritty details yeah. of things. I mean, like, allergies is another <clears throat> huge thing that's coming up at the moment. Like, so many people are having allergies. And, again, they're trying to relate that back to your microbiome as people. They th- like, they're leading theory at the moment is like because we're too sterile from birth yeah. we're too sterile we're in too clean of environments we're not exposed to the bacteria that we reject anything that's slightly irritable mm. that's the sort of like leading theory at the moment for that sort of thing as well yeah i don't know about you guys but my grandparents used to tell me to go play in the dirt not to be so clean yeah. oh yeah yeah same mm. and like that's something i've even noticed like Allergies were rare to me as a kid growing up in Carnarvon. Like, mm. you hear of someone having an allergy. Like, well, man, you from outer space or something? Yeah. You come to Perth, it's everywhere, man. Like, everywhere you go, every restaurant's advertising soy-free, milk-free, egg-free. Like, mm. they're all advertising that they can provide allergy-free stuff. I'm like, man, this is unheard of. Like, mm. I, I think that's another sort of thing is, like, in the country, what do you do when you're bored? You go run around the dirt you pick up sticks you get cut mm. like you're getting stuff yeah i mean as kids you're like eating the dirt like <laughs> putting grass in yeah. your sandwiches at school <laughs> yeah, yeah dropping food on the ground picking up and eating again <laughs> i think in the city there's just a lot less of that sort of yeah, maybe mentality and i think that's one of the things where it's like 
I think that's I completely conjecture. No, I haven't it's done any thought, research. It's a thought, anyway. But yeah, like I think that might be one of the causes. It's like in the city, it's just less of that. There's more room to be sterile and that sort of thing. Where like even in the country, just the dust, like you know, mm. your open roads and that sort of stuff, blowing dust into your house from out in the bush. Don't I know what mum like. tells me every time? <laughs> All the dust in the house, she hates yeah. it. Nice mm. and red too, so you can see it. Yeah. Well, how long ago was it that we had to worry about um, personal health and uh, and obesity epidemics? Like, it's only relatively speaking, it's only been a really recent thing. We yeah. we before that it was you know making sure. You, Know, looking after your kids when they were young because there's lots of diseases and that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, vaccines and stuff. Vaccines like that for um, plagues and whatnot. Looking after, um, you know, all sorts of bugs, all sorts of bits and pieces that were a lot more damaging, a lot more worrisome. Um, and now because we've dealt with a lot of that, or or at least kind of have uh, gotten to a point where we can treat it well, uh, we're all like, oh shit, our our diet's not very good. Um, Fats are bad for you. Now sugars are bad for you. Shit, All these man. things that Everything's are bad for me. What am yeah. I going to eat? <laughs> Before I just wanted to like live to the age of twelve. Now I have to worry about my diet when I'm twenty-five. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's actually completely true. But like the dietary thing, another one I'll bring up is um, your diet the the way you intake your dietary sources changes things as well. You another s- study in the list um. They measured the difference between fish oil and lard. And what they found is that the lard actually made changes in both the liver and blood level of cholesterol and that in these mice, but the fish oil only made a difference in the liver. So, like, their blood <coughs> cholesterol is not changing, so it wouldn't have any effect on their, like, heart health or anything like that. Like, I know a lot, a lot of people take... Fish oil tablets of pills or whatever capsules. Yeah. What does yeah. what does that do? Um, I've just realised that I've never actually yeah. <laughs> considered. It's a terrific question. I take fish oil myself. Um, yeah. It's something I've always been told to do from when I was bodybuilding and that sort of stuff. Apparently, to like lubricate your joints and keep them healthy. But uh-huh. in personal knowledge, don't have a clue. Power of advertising. Got told to do something, and I've yeah. been doing it ever since. But I'm yeah. a sucker for branding I mean, personally. Yeah. So if a particular brand tells me something, I know it's happening. I know that I'm just listening because it's that brand, but I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's that sort of thing. I, like, I don't know. I think you need to take back, step back from everything as well and just think, think about you personally. Think about what position you're in, what you can afford to do how you react to things and that sort of stuff. Mm. And just don't take things for what they seem. Always question things a little bit. I mean, don't turn into conspiracy theorists. Don't strap on your alfoil hat. But, like, always look at a bigger picture. Try to stay outside the box, not in the box. Yeah, don't close your mind to something just because you've heard someone say this is how it is because things change and more information could be presented to you. That's the thing. I mean, what we do for health today is completely different to what we did even 10 years ago yeah mm. and like there's some things that'll be like that we would have done you know 10 years ago that like 10 years before that would be witch doctor stuff like there's no <laughs> way you'd do that it's like you know be people not sheeple yeah the yeah use the spice of life that sort of stuff uh-huh all those good I'm ones pretty sure it's garlic oh garlic is the spice of life garlic is the spice of life oh okay my bad Garlic is great and everything. Oh my god, it's a good thing you can't smell my voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah. You can just uh, you can just fry up garlic in the house and buy fast food and pretend you cook something. <laughs> it's always an option. Yeah, I'm gonna pretend it's it's gonna stay an option, and not that I've done it. <laughs> All righty. Well, mm. I suppose wrap up there. Mm, no, sure. no more. Points to um, make? No, no, no more anecdotes that don't have any evidence from me. Mm. Cool. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in again for us talking about sugar, artificial sweeteners, other things, parts of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, please follow Veronica on Instagram at, at Silfetched. You'll find that in the comment section below. Yeah, I draw things. Uh, she draws things. She'd prefer if you drew things for money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she has a degree in this, so yeah, and right. her work's quite good. I've gotten her to do things for me in the past as well. Thank They've you. been really great. Um, but yeah, you can tune into this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, looking for Viking Fitness or at Sixth King Fitness. Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Um, what are we What are we thinking of tackling next? A couple of things. You got, uh, you got an idea yet? Yeah, I was sort of leaning towards doing the um, as we talked about in the previous podcast, doing strength training for young individuals. Yes, but yeah. I haven't thought of an appropriate guest I can invite on yet that I can actually contact to invite mm. on. Um, so at the moment, that's up in the air. If you guys want to listen to anything in particular, just drop me a message or a comment and let me know. I'm yeah. happy to cover any topic. I'm happy to go and do the research. And again, I'll provide the reference list so that you can go through if there's any comments I made that you thought were interesting or if you just wanted more sources to the information as well, it'll be there for you. And... Um in summary, I guess, it's just that try to slowly moderate. Nothing has to be immediately stopped, but everything's bad for you. Circling <laughs> back to episode one, small changes, make a change today. Yeah. I mean, yeah, start today, you'll be better tomorrow. That's uh, the sort of thing. And with those little things like your teaspoons of sugar, great way to start. I mean... Next time you go to put two teaspoons of coffee in your, sh- coffee coffee in your, your sugar, sugar drink. Yeah. <laughs> only put one. Nah, put one teaspoon of sugar instead of two. Like, you know, it's easy. Put half instead of one. Mm. I like yeah. it. Any, yeah. any notes? No. No? No. Mm. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us today, Thanks Veronica. for having me. It was great having you. We like yeah. talking at people. It's great being here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to have you on again sometime. Thanks. Yeah.